1: Weissman and Oz on a Monday, not a very depressing Monday for us, not a very depressing Monday for Jets fans, maybe for Dodgers or Dodgers and Blue Jays fans, are not really worried about that. Weissman so and Oz, I-95 Sports Network, 1605 562 8001 press 5 to chime in. Steven, it's been a while, my friend, how are you? I'm great, how are you, Adam? I'm good, I'm good. I'm a little, uh, police schedule's a little off, but what are you going to do about it, right? Hey,
0: it's my turn to wake the ball
1: so Listen, man, I, let me tell you something. Thursday, <laughs> I had an essay due. I had midterm, a quiz, and an assignment. Didn't sleep. No, nah, I just I just went straight through it and sleep. It first it was first whole night I ever It was up to one o'clock <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I was up four straight hours. My goodness, it's like being like a journalist. I don't know if I want to anymore. <laughs> no, nah, but it was all right. And we had a we had a fun Sunday yesterday. I don't know if you watched the game. Oh yeah, the- I
0: watched the Giants or- and a little bit of the Jets. We had a lot of uh.
1: A lot of are going on with Fitzpatrick. A bright and early, and then right into the afternoon, you get some drama. You know, Gino actually let's start with the Jets. Gino didn't play that. He played he was playing well. He had a big bomb through Nunu. Next thing you know, he hurts his knee. I don't know if you saw the video of um Fitzpatrick patting him on the sideline like it's okay. And Gino's just there, just going the other way. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I that's oh god, ah, it's all over Twitter, but um. This team finally played well. They finally ran the ball the way that they were supposed to run the ball, like they did that week in Buffalo. Um, the, the defense played well. Joe Flacco's not 100%. That team, that no. Ravens team is definitely. 100%. I think it's
0: a different, it's a totally different game if Flacco's 100%. Yeah,
1: and also, I, you know, Steve Smith, you feel bad for him. You yeah. think of the friend that's, this to be his last Well, year.
0: A bunch of them are, a bunch of their players are banged up with Terrell Thugs, was another um, big one. yeah. There's enough. There's a few more.
1: Um, Either which way, you know, offensive linemen too. Either which way, this team was not what I thought it would be in the Ravens, which they did for the first three games, and now they rattled off four straight losses. And, um, I mean, if you really look at it, and I said this, you know, remember I said this on on, um, Friday. Oh, wow. Ron Brooks. Okay. Uh, Ron Brooks ruptured his quad, says to coach the Eagles. will be out for the rest of the year. That was, I thought it was coach. I re- misread the tweet. I thought it was Coach Peterson. I us say that's a big one. Um, this team could literally, what's the Jetsy thing to do? The Jetsy thing to do isn't to, you know, lose every other game and go 1-15, 2-14 set up for Watson or Kaiser, right? The Jetsy thing to do is to rattle off these next three, go 5-5, five and five, win, win two out of, what, what will that be, two out of the next six, go seven yeah. or nine, and then get like a 15th pick or something. That's the Jetsy thing to do, oh, yeah. and that's exactly what's going to happen if you look up their schedule. They got, um, I don't know exactly, week by week, but they got the Dolphins, they have the Browns, they have some games that, that really, talent-wise, they should win.
0: Well, if you ask me, yesterday's game, they don't win that without Matt
1: Forte. Who had probably his best game as a New York Jet? Yeah, and you know, is it a coincidence that for the only two games they won this year, Forte has ran the ball all over? No, it's not a coincidence. That's week one games and, games. Week, and, and week two, and, and week it was week two, week two against the Bills.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. and even the defense stepped, stepped it up yesterday, yeah. which we, you know, no Muhammad Wilkerson, well, he hasn't been good anyway, but you know, you like what you have to, you like what you see from the defense, Noah. Uh, Who's that,
1: that rookie? uh Lee? Lee. yeah, we didn't play us today either. Lee. They have at the Browns next week. Which as much as WFAN's Joe Benningo wants to believe they're going to lose that game, they're not going to lose that game. if They lose that game or you know. So the pants I have on right now, um, especially with Kevin Hogan, Cody Kessler, who actually played well last week. Yeah, Kessler played well. Got concussed. He's probably not going to play. you up with the Kevin Hogan. I feel so bad for you, Jackson. But the thing (laughs) is about the Browns, they're actually pretty competitive. They have
0: been competitive in almost every game they played. Even yesterday, you saw it. They're they're getting good rushing from their running back. uh, Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: uh, and Duke Johnson also. You see, this is a team. They are actually playing somewhat competitive against teams. The The Jets can't get a win. The Jets, before yesterday, in the last four games, have not played competitive. Which is very ironic, to say the least. They have at the Browns, at the Dolphins, home against the Rams, which we saw Case Keenum yesterday, firsthand. We'll get into that a little bit later. And then if they win those, they'll be five and five before they play the Patriots at home, which it's not at home unglittable. Then after that you have the Colts at home. At the 49ers who are just god awful. Home against the Dolphins at the Pats, and I winning that one. Then at the Bills, which the Bills already knocked your ones on. You're going to want to get them back. Yeah. So, Steven, let's talk about this realistically. If they lost one game, that would be two in New England. Or let's say two games. Let's say two. 9-7 is really kind of realistic if you really look at it. If they lost two games to New England, I don't think they're losing home against the, the Colts. I, don't, I think that roster is terrible. I think Andrew Luck needs help. He gets beat up. Man, the they got the win
0: yesterday.
1: Yeah. Well, th- who do they play? They play the Titans. Right? Titans. I, I, I mean... mean-
0: that was a close game. I think
1: Vegas just wanted to give away money yesterday, putting the Colts' two-and-a-half point on the Dorks and the Titans, putting uh, the Jaguars' one-point favorite uh, favorites against the Raiders. They really just wanted to give away their money yesterday. The 49ers, I know we haven't talk about the whole West. East thing. they're terrible. Foot- they're such a bad football team. It's not even funny at this point. The Dolphins at home again. Temple of the one of winner. Yeah, neither can I. I you know, students of Sean McCoy went out. Uh, already a little bit, but that rush rest- and defense didn't look the same against Ajay. Uh, was- I like, not uh, Jay Ajay? I Jay Ajay. Ajay, and he had one of the best games ever. I mean, two straight weeks of 200 rushing
0: yards. Only three or four other players have done that in history. If
1: you remember back to the beginning of the year, it was going to be Aaron Foster starting because Ajay just couldn't, he was knucklehead. He couldn't stay, he couldn't keep his antics off the field. And even if it was off the field, you know, the Dolphins are not exactly happy about it. You look at him, he looks promising. I mean, When you have back-to-back 200 rushing yards, well, he come it's not out a of. fluke. I, honestly, I don't know, I'll look that up right now. But when that happens, Steve, it's not a fluke. I mean, that's some serious stuff. Yeah, uh,
0: I like what I saw yesterday. And, you know, Miami is most likely not going to be competitive come, you know, January or even December based on their record, but you know, now you, you got a promising future. With, well, you, want yeah, boys, you
1: want the boys, boys to uh, Yeah,
0: you want a promising
1: future. You know what you have to do at the quarterback position. You have yeah, that's it. what I was
0: going to go you to. Know, then you're going to have to deal with
1: Ryan Tannehill. You know he's not a future. He's been awful. The thing that surprised me the most, because Tannehill has been bad, but apparently in short yardage situations he's been prominent. Uh, I believe it's close, going into yesterday, I haven't checked the numbers now, close to six yards per play. So they move the ball well, but he, if he tries to throw a ball past 10 or 15 yards, he's going to get picked off every time. He can't really have no. that. He's, he's not mobile as a quarterback. No, he's, he's not very accurate. Success. He's not very accurate. they got to go out and draft the quarterback. That's just, you, know, like, you know I get excited when the draft
0: comes. And you know another team that has to do that also, the New York Jets. Because with their dilemma, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but how can you not? Fitzpatrick is not very happy with upper management. And to be honest, I can't see either Fitzpatrick or Geno Smith on this roster next season. No, Can
1: absolutely you? not. No. Um, either you have to go out and draft one. If you're in the position, listen to me. To me, and to other people, there are four. To me, there are three. I haven't seen Kaya from Miami play yet. But the, or I did, but the one time I saw it against Florida State it was a hard, tough game. I didn't like what I saw. Watson, Kaiser, I love Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson's not going. I don't think it's gonna he's going to be. No, because you know, he was retarded last year. You now he should be. There would be a lot more hype with him.
0: Yeah.
1: I love Chad Kelly at Ole Miss. If you can go out, and listen, he's not in the first. They're not projecting him to be in the first round, but when all those NFL combine uh, training comes into play, he's going to be in first round. He's going to be projected as a first round pick. You're in the middle. He's going to go right around. Probably. He's better than Paxton Lynch to me. He's a bigger arm, he's more accurate, honestly. And lunch Lynch is a little bit more mobile in the pocket. If you're the Jets and you're sitting there where we think they're going to be sitting 16, 17, you go out and you draft that quarterback. I like him a lot. Christian Hackenberg I'm not too crazy about. Neither were other people. But you saw the criticism they got when they drafted him. But, Steve, I'm telling you, this team has to go out and draft a quarterback because, honestly, Bryce Petty, we don't know. We haven't seen him, which is what we want to see. Well, let's still worry about this season. What happens
0: if Geno Smith is healthy next season? next week. I'm not saying he is with his whatever knee injury he has, but do you go out and start Ryan Fitzpatrick?
1: I can't wait to see what they do, honestly, because...
0: I, I, I don't... Fitzpatrick also obviously is not happy with coaches, upper management, saying he, no one believes in him, but Ryan Fitzpatrick, you, out, you gave up six interceptions against the Chiefs, yeah. and they didn't even take you out. How until the end of the game, obviously... How do you? How can you sit there and say that Bowles are the How can you say they don't believe in you if they don't? If
1: they're letting you stay in the game after you throw six interceptions? That was probably one of the highest things I've ever seen. You're still in the game, and this guy threw six picks and you're still. Now, in his defense, no one was open. In That game, absolutely well, nobody.
0: These defenses, Kansas oh, Kansas Kansas Kansas. Kansas. oh, it's fantastic,
1: and you are going to end up higher than I projected them to be, which was sixty. You're such a good football team, but still, you can't go six interceptions and sit there and say upper management, coaches, front office, they don't believe in you. you no. Can't say that. No, absolutely not. But here's the thing now, because Ryan Fitzpatrick did not play particularly well, and in, in those six death games. We we'll call them six death games. So we looked at the beginning of the season, and we knew those six games were going to be really tough to win, which they didn't end up winning any of them. Um, or they won won the Bills. I didn't really consider that. Uh. <clears throat> as tough as everything else. You have a really easy string of games now. So I'm so I'm sorry. But whether you play Gino, whether you play Fitzpatrick, if you're Changely and you run the offense that you're supposed to run, and that's doing what you did yesterday, throwing the ball twenty two times or running it a bunch with fourteen blow pal, you're gonna win those games. Whether who's whether it's Gino or Fitzpatrick, Corvette. They've been using Fitzpatrick the wrong way. Okay. Going in, remember I said last week, I gotta pick the numbers again, but it's not gonna be as high. Two weeks ago, going into that Cardinals game, he was tied for fifth with Big Ben for most passes. It's not Ryan Fitzpatrick. You cannot overthrow the ball. Patrick's not just who he is. And all I want, I want Brandon Marshall to stop dropping the damn ball. You know that would be nice too. Yeah, come on, my fantasy team, Brandon. No, seriously though, that I mean, a guy's is That's a big impact in the game. A guy is reliable as he's supposed to be, especially with Eric Decker being out you gotta, you got to make those cats. I mean, how many times have you seen them drop the ball this year? I mean, hey, come on. Too much. I mean, you could even so catch them last year, too. Yeah. You might be able to catch one of those. Anyway, yeah. accident, but... Hey. I miss you, kid. Listen. I mean... If you're the Jets, you got a tough decision to make here. Because, like I said, the next three games are easy, easy games. that You should win. Should. I mean, to believe it or not... Next game, whether it's Chino, whether it's, whether it's Fitzpatrick, whether it's Petty, you got a better quarterback on the other side. But you that's the
0: thing with the Jets. I don't understand it. You're wasting two roster spots in Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg because you don't know what you have with either of them yet. Especially Petty. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You don't know what you have in them. And so why don't we see them? Because, Steve, I just told you why. They
1: have the next stream of games. They're gonna end up I'm telling you. Do you think that actually do you think they think they have a chance? Of course they think they have a chance. They have to think they have a chance. Realistically, yep. do you think they have a chance? Yeah, because of the schedule, yes. It's listen, let's look at the wild and you know what? If the they AFC, lose three more games, I think they're done. Oh, if they lose two more games, I think yeah, if they lose three more games, I think they're if once they get past seven losses, then you're done. You're pro, you're more than likely done. But let's Take into account, the Jets could beat the Pats at home. Let's not let's not dis- discount that they could. They've be- done home. it. So if they lose one more game this entire season, which is possible with their schedule, all right. Let's look at because the, the AFC shaping out to be Jets, bro. The AFC shaping out to be a little bit better than we thought they would be. All right, so in New England, you got six and one. Oakland is a two seed. My Oakland haters, so you got five and two. Houston, who's gonna be four and three after tonight? Yeah, we'll see. That <laughs> but better. right now they're four and two. Pittsburgh four and three you guys see what happens shapes up in that north now with no Big Ben for more than a month which is another thing for the Giants that we're going to get into hopefully he would miss that game but I doubt it and then you got Kansas City at four and two you already lost then. Denver at four and two so realistically you you could I mean there's no there's no reason now if we're four weeks before or five weeks before and you're out of it go you should start petting Getting back to the whole Geno Smith...
0: I know we're off topic already, but getting back to the whole Geno Smith and his injury... and made, Did you see what happened, what Joe Namath said? No. Sure. He's like, "How if your knee is hurting you so bad, why are you standing up on the sideline? You know, Ben Roethlisberger, he he has a torn meniscus. He said if it was a playoff game, he'd be playing. But you see Geno Smith standing on the sideline. If your knee's... If you can stand up, why are you playing? Yeah, it shows some. It shows the lack of or the toughness. It shows that Tough you don't player.
1: have a leader as G, a leader leadership in Geno Smith. Well, we knew that. We knew that. But... The guy got punched in the face over seven hundred dollars. Oh, I boy. mean, we knew that already. We just want to know if he can play or not. We have not seen it lately. We saw it for a little bit yesterday. I can't a... wait till next season with this Jets team. I it, it shows the toughness or lack thereof. With some of these football players, you see the toughness in Ben Roethlisberger. You see it in Brady. I mean, you see it in Brady the way he gets beat up in some games. Honestly, you see seen in Eli too. I mean, how many times have we seen Eli get beat up throughout a game and get right back up? Not at 49ers, I know it's a long time ago, Man 49ers championship game. I mean, he he had his yeah uh, he his helmet the wrong way. Yeah. His padding was out, was out of his jersey. I mean, we see toughness in these guys, and then we see guys like Jay Cutler in an NFC championship game, and he's riding on a bike. <laughs> he's got a knee injury, but he's riding on a bike. He's well enough to ride on a bike, but he can't get out there in the biggest game of his life against the Packers team. By On paper, we thought at the time we're better. Ended up not being the case, but I mean, it then again it shows the toughness of life throughout. That's why we, you and I, and a lot of other people, unfortunately not as much as it should be, appreciate hockey so much. Because those are the toughest SOBs we've ever seen.
0: Well, Eli Manning is Eli Manning, and he has that streak of how many consecutive games? I don't even know the numbers anymore. anymore. But that just, that brings us to our New York Giants, uh, who got a victory in London against LA Rams. And, you know who I give the game ball to? Casey Uh, Keenum. Casey Keenum? Casey Keenum. I mean, three interceptions, uh, don't get me wrong, four interceptions uh two by Landon Collins, two, two by Dominic Rogers, commodity on that last one drive, of them was just like
1: uh first on that last drive we got a lot of, DRC looked winded i don't know if you saw yeah that. he does he, he looked did. he looked winded he, I mean he's not 100% healthy you know he's not but and you should get should talk this about people going out there when they're not 100% uh, <laughs> you know i i know Jared Goff doesn't know where the where the sun rises or <laughs> rises or sets but, I mean, he can't be as bad as Case. And it's funny because we saw him only incomplete two passes yesterday against, it was bad lines defense. But how bad can this guy be? And Jeff Fisher has already come out and said, well, Case Keenum's our guy. He's going to have a week to figure that out because he's going to be in a bye next week. But, Steven, I. <sighs> how, how much more do we have to see of Case Keenum? I'm, I want to see golf. I do too. You traded an arm and a leg for him. more than an arm and a leg for him. I'm sure you. Trade, I, I, Jesus to trade a whole head of hair along with it both careers. i you need to see golf eventually, right? Eventually. I mean, we, I mean we come out and we see Wentz how well he's played and you see how well he managed the game yesterday in the game really that a defense that, that should have eaten him up alive and he took care of that yesterday. Well I
0: do think we're gonna see golf eventually. I mean the two three and four right now. They're not completely out of the picture. But this team could be better. this team can have a better record which is their quarterback play. Well, let's wait and see
1: what Jerry Goff is. I know he was great a great college quarterback, but and you know even you know, that's the knock on him. He wasn't he was good, he wasn't great. That's why you never you never you didn't realize you don't really actually know why they treated as much as they did. I mean you kinda do because they were desperate. That's really why. Oh, God. But
0: talk about the Giants defense, you know, they came into play yesterday and that was the first time I've seen that I got 21 points on my fantasy team from the Giants defense. I'm still going to end up losing this week.
1: Because my team's just horrible. But that's a different discussion. Listen, I mean, they went out. They got beat by the Bills. The way they... they, With better quarterback play, they could have won that game. You look at the four losses. The 49ers game which is a debacle. Um, The Lions game, again, better quarterback play. Yesterday, Giants, I mean, with better quarterback play, the Rams should have won that game. But, again, you take
0: the win where you can get it, and you run with it, and you don't look back. Yeah, and there's a lot of factors in yesterday's game that we have to talk about, especially with the Giants' offense. Like, Victor Cruz dropping some passes. I'm so tired of seeing Larry Danell. I tweeted yesterday, when is it? the Giants going to get a decent tight end? Like, since Kevin Boss. I can't think of a better tight end since then. I'm so sick of seeing Larry Danell Drop catches fumbling the ball. I understand Will Tye, he's an all He's not that great. He's not that great. I admit I, I that. But, and, a tight end is huge in this game, in this game of football now. You need that blocking tight end. The Patriots, look at them. They have Martellus Bennett and Rob Gronkowski doing everything. Blocking, catching, you name it. That's and the Giants are
1: missing that piece. That's why the Patriots are the best organization in this league because they make moves like that where they give up, you know, 4th round picks and get a six round pick back along with Bennett uh, and he's been fantastic although I don't know if you saw the 60, I don't know if you saw the um, 30 for 30 with them, with the Bennett brothers, I there mean. was there was a situation like, they, are some bad, they are some bad boys, <laughs> let me tell you basically they did this documentary because they are such, cause such havoc wherever they go, <laughs> they call themselves the bad boys um, it was Kyle Fuller like tried to strip the ball out of his hand in the practice Martellus Bennett went off and just body slammed him. And it was, oh, God, it was so just savage, for lack of a better word. But, no, I mean, is it time to give Drew Adams a shot? Because we've seen nothing out of Dinev. We've seen nothing, nothing but, listen, Dinev, okay, yeah, I caught him at this point. But that's the thing, because, listen, he shows no physical toughness on the field. He can't block. He can't hold on to the football. I mean, he can catch sometimes. But listen, how many weeks have we come on the show and we talked about, well, yeah, you know, the Giants could have easily won, won this game a little bit easier if they now just pushed for that extra yard instead of trying to. This guy shows no physical toughness. The guy, I mean, how many pounds does he have on the guys are trying to attack? He's a big dude. He is. He's a big guy. He should be bowling over people. So the fact of the matter is, he's not a mentally or physically tough guy. That's really That's really what it is. And I'm tired of seeing it. Is it time to give Adams a chance? I would. That's the, that's another big guy. Good big, good physical specimen. He is a very athletic guy. Good, very prized after uh, out of South Carolina. We'll tie Listen, yeah, I'm modern. The whole Stony Brook. I love how the, every announcer that that calls the giant game every oh, time Stony he Bro. every every time he catches the ball. he says we'll tie it. Stony Brook. I mean, it's so scarce that players come out of there. You know, Victor, Victor Ochi did make his debut yesterday for the Jets. If anyone doesn't know, that is Victor Ochi, probably the best defensive player to ever come out of uh, Stony Brook University. Who went to the draft. I do not know that. Yeah, went undrafted. They actually like made note of like in the uh, during the draft of him like not being drafted while the draft was going on in the seventh round. Um, got cut by, got picked up by the Ravens. Got cut in the off uh, after the preseason. Just put him in the practice squad. Acting yesterday, he's a good. He could rush the quarterback. He's a. Oh, that's another guy. Listen. For someone who's seen him up close and personal, that is a big two. Oh, oh, oh my God! So the fact of the matter is, the Giants' offensive line actually did not give up a sack against that rel- against what ended up being relatively healthy uh, front line for the Rams. I did say that they looked to be depleted, but people, you know, the whole you know you don't know if they're playing because you can't put you can't put a, you can't put, a uh, put them as probable anymore. But we didn't yeah. know if they were playing or not. They didn't let the sack. And I know they didn't, but they still didn't look all that great. They did, but they have, now they have a week to figure it out. The bye could not come at a better time. You're four and three; should be five and two. Don't get me started on that. You're four and three. Okay, the offense does not look great. OBJ definitely was not healthy yesterday. Still made the biggest play of the game. Yeah. So now everyone trying to make that one-handed catch. Yeah. Well, but... he also had that catch between two defenders when they ran the ball. That drive when they ran the ball with yeah. Jennings. Finally, Thompson will be back. Should be back. Burhey will definitely be back. Uh, You don't have to see Adams, Antonio, Andrew Adams, whatever that guy's name is, the safety, third-string safety. Uh, You don't have to see him anymore. Do you remember him, the guy who got the penalty on the block kick at the Redskins game? Remember who got the penalty? Yeah. uh, Yeah, the guy who should have been cut the next day. Unfortunately, they couldn't cut him because they didn't have any more options. What was his name? Andrew Adams or Adams Andrews. Uh, Honestly, I call call him double-A. Doesn't even matter. But. It doesn't have the power of a triple-A, but... Listen, you and I both know. Finally, we saw a pass rush at the end of the game yesterday. Well,
0: you know, you have three receivers, three huge weapons. Sterling Shepard is great. He, you know, he's a rookie, but he's phenomenal. He, he's going to be a superstar. You see it with him. He's going to be a stud. Victor Cruz, capable of uh, making that big, big catch. Odell Beckham, best of the game. If not, uh, you know, Antonio Brown, Louis Jones, whatever. Make the chase whatever you want. You have three guys. I want to see more big passes from Eli Manning. I want him to take the chance. You know, I understand that the offensive line's not that great. They don't give him much time. But at some point, you've got to make that big pass. So that's what I think Eli Manning is. He's not. He's never been that, you know, short pass quarterback. But, but now you're seeing, like, Greens that don't work with Odell Beckham. They go into the shotgun formation and then they just hand it off. And what does that
1: do for you? Well, you see, the two years they won the Super Bowl, what did they have? Great offensive lines. The first that first year might have been one of the best that we've seen in, in the last like decade since the like that. Might, this Cowboys offensive line might be the best. Notably, because they're you know Browns have actually had really good offensive lines. Unfortunately, no one notices because they've been terrible for the last forty years. That's probably the best the Cowboys is the best since that nine so seven year. You don't have that anymore, so you gotta to have to run it. think You run west offense, uh, west west coast offense. You gotta get rid of the ball quicker.
0: They also had a decent running game uh, in both Super Bowl runs. Also, I mean, you're going with Rashard Jennings who isn't one hundred percent. When is he ever one hundred percent? I don't even think Orleans will played that much yesterday. Um who's the other guy that they had? Uh, well I want to see Perkins get more rushes. Perkins, rush. Perkins. That's I, I uh, do like I do like what I saw out of Perkins yesterday. Yeah, uh, with up on the short amount of you know rushes he got.
1: One of my good friends is a big big UCLA fan, so I saw him play quite a bit. Um along with Josh Rosen, another guy just to just look out for the guy small dude, but he's a good guy. He's a good player. Um okay. <clears throat> Josh Rosen, quarterback of UCLA, he is a good player. Um the fact that the fact that Perkins isn't getting more carries, he should get more carries. We saw him take that big screen in the Vikings game. We seen him on some big runs. I do like Paul Perkins a lot. He was your fifth round pick, so let's not be mistaken. Like you know, he was drafted. He was drafted for a reason because his running game is so inept. And injuries come into account, which they certainly have with with Vereen, with Jennings over the past couple weeks. They're missing Boreen. They are missing Boreen a lot, and Bobby Rainey's been serviceable, but not the way the Boreen was. I mean, that's that that was a big, big blow for them. Especially, I mean, not even not even catching the ball out of the backfield, just catching the ball out of the backfield. He was running the ball really efficiently too, and we haven't seen that from him in his entire career. So, it was, and, and then you see the fumbles, and you know he's never been a fumble guy, and it all came to fruition because yeah. with the triceps injury. But seriously, we. This team has had their injuries. Everyone has had their injuries. Look at the Vikings. They're 5-1, Christ's sake. The entire offensive line is done. Teddy Bridgewater is out. Watched, I don't know if you saw the article from CBS yesterday. This injury could be career-threatening, which is really upsetting to see mm-hmm. with Teddy Bridgewater. That injury could be career-threatening, and even if he was to come back in 2017 or 2018, he would not be the same guy. I mean, that is one. I, 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 I'm afraid to actually go... Look at the in, the actual injury, but really, I that was just, oh God, that's just sad for a young guy, a young guy who actually I did not love, but did look promising. Obviously, did have potential to get better. So really, we'll see what happens with the team. Um,
0: well, what I got up here is the Giants' schedule for the rest of the season. Coming up for the coming up the bye week, uh, is in week nine. On November sixth, versus their home against Philadelphia, which is going to be an interesting game. I think it's winnable because Philly is kind of on a colder streak. They came down to earth since the first, uh, since earlier in the season. We won another game yesterday. They did. They did. And then they have, I believe, it's a Monday Night Football against Cincinnati, home, and another home game against Chicago. That's a winnable game. Listen, especially with Hoyer out. Oh, God, and who's starting to court? Matt Barkley? <laughs> no, I, I heard, uh, who's the guy, uh... Is Cutler coming back? No, uh, forget his name.
1: It's not, it's not surprising. Okay. Listen, I'm looking at the, you know, looking at the schedule now. How many teams did they go... The tough games actually are within the division. No, <laughs> honestly. I mean, uh... Pittsburgh, well, if Big Ben doesn't
0: come back, well, she should be. I, I could see him coming back within the next two weeks or so. I mean, he's a tough guy. We've seen him
1: so many times.
0: I'm not worried about Cleveland. I'm Cleveland's is easy, easy game. Dallas, I'm Dallas worries me. Detroit doesn't worry me. Um, week sixteen against Philly. Philly does not worry well, me. Well,
1: Troy would worry me. worry me in the sense it's the offense is still struggling. Now, if the offense. Now, I mean, I, then again, the offense is still struggling in week fifteen. I don't think there might not be much to play for in that game. Matt Stafford has under not underratedly anymore over the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's been it's been noticed now. He's an MVP candidate at this point. He has been fantastic. Been Peter Peter, uh, Peter Schrager of uh, CBS Sports was talking or Fox 1 Sports, no, CBS Sports, yeah. He was talking to uh, Nick Wright on the Herd, and he said right now he believes that Matthew Stafford's the best quarterback in the NFL, and he broke out the numbers. Going into yesterday, sorry about that. Going into yesterday, 36 touchdowns, five interceptions, going back from last season in the middle of the year. So that's not an easy game. He looks better without Calvin Johnson, which I guess kind of makes sense if you think about it. You're not forcing the ball and, to one
0: guy anymore. What want to pick up on Marvin Jones and a big loss. Cincinnati. Some, you know, he's been
1: incredible for the Lions. You know what? I mean, we would take Stafford over Dalton every any day of the week. Yeah, maybe it's just a testament to Dalton. I mean, you see yesterday, just airing the ball out. So you think like Jones had all the potential in the world? Just, it was just a quarterback. Maybe. I, listen, let's not forget, Dalton was a guy at TCU, third round, third fourth round pick. Wasn't very praised coming into this uh, coming for the league. We've seen him melt at times where, uh, you know. Biggest points, that's why as a Giants fan, really, I'm not shaking in my boots about uh, about this Dalton game, about the Bengals game, you know, prime time. We've seen Dalton melt enough times. I'm really curious, actually, about this Detroit team. Detroit's 4-3. and three. They're a game and a half back of Minnesota. So, really, I mean, they do have a chance. I mean, look at the Detroit schedule. It's, I, I know we're getting a little bit off topic now. But, of course, this is a football season. This is our favorite season. So, we go around the NFL. If you look at it, they're at Houston. Doesn't scare me. Not Brock. Okay. Better quarterback on, in, on the on we do got to about tonight's
0: game. Yeah.
1: Uh, in, in Minnesota. In Minnesota. <laughs> Boy. That could... I can't <laughs> believe they lost. That could be ugly. Yeah. If we need some help and we don't get it, it's all right. You know what? We're playing the Eagles next week. Or the week after, rather. Um, you got the Jaguars. you got the Vikings to get at home. you got the Saints. In, even in New Orleans, they're not the same team, obviously. We've seen Chicago... Giants, Cowboys. We're gonna need some help from Detroit that week. Detroit couldn't realistically look at a playoff spot. That defense is so horrendous, though. I mean, that is what that might be one of that might be one of the worst defenses since last season. Seriously. So, I mean, if you're really looking at it, and then you want to look at a wild card standpoint for the Giants, I you know it's early, but you know it's the NFL, and it's never really because every game counts. I mean, I guess you're, you're gonna be battling with Detroit. Or a playoff spot. So, and also, another team you're going to be battling with to transition into last night's game. I don't know if you watched that last night. I, I, that, well, I had the Walking Dead on last night. That you're so That was more important to me than anything. It was the season opener. That dumpster fire of a game, and I hate, I despise. overtime, right? I, high. It's high. I despise ties in the NFL. So, what I, do you want? Double overtime? Double overtime? A kickoff? I don't a care. A kickoff of what we saw last night. Oh my lord! So I don't know. Did you catch any of it or no? So basically, let me break that. And I, and I had and I had the Cardinals minus one, which is a very crucial game because it would have put me in position in my pool. And I didn't get the point because it was a tie, which uh, it would happen So basically, if you ever seen the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where it's like no one wants to go home because it's Buffalo Wild Wings. So at Buffalo Wild Wings headquarters, they press a the button and just something just something happens with the game to make it longer. You ever seen that commercial? No. Buffalo Wild Wings commercial? No. Really? If you saw the commercial, you would know what I'm talking about. It so basically, what happened? So it's three nothing throughout most of the game. It's a big defensive battle. Neither team could really move the ball particularly at all. <laughs> so what happens is, uh, Catarino for uh, the Cardinals gets it. Yeah, I'm dropping him. He gets uh, gets the kick blocked after his first field goal. So it's still three nothing. Four minutes left in the game. What happens? The Seahawks block a punt. So the Seahawks come back. Cardinals hold them. Seahawks kick a field goal. It's three to three. And throughout the entire game, throughout every series that the that the Seahawks are driving down, Chris Collinsworth keeps saying, Haushka ha- uh, just doesn't like the stadium. Doesn't like the stadium." So they're in overtime now. Cardinals take a six-three lead. And you know the new overtime rules. You know you can go down. Yeah, you can go downfield. Down yeah, push touchdown. So. The Cardinals get a field goal. Uh, Seahawks come right back down. Howish gets, uh, I think it was 36 yards, I believe. So the Cardinals go back down. And it was big plays by the tight end's name, who I can't pronounce. He's out of Boston College. on draft drafted free agent. And a big play by J.J. Nelson, who is very fast. I've never actually seen him play. So they're at, like, the two-yard line. David Johnson tries to run in a couple times. Doesn't get in. I think he got in one of those times. They didn't review it. Bruce Arians just said, you know what, We're right here. We're not missing the field goal. He forgot to knock on wood, Steve, because you know what happens. You're on the one-yard line, and catatarno completely misses the – it hits off – so it was supposed to be a 19-yard field goal. It was a delayed game, so it was a 24-yard field goal. He misses the – field, hits the left post, hits the crossbar, misses it. Oh. How? How? mean, he choked." I mean, how? How did Blair Walsh 49. Yeah, how did Blair Walsh miss a 27 yard field goal? Some people just choke at the end. So, what happens? Depleted, depleted Arizona. Uh, deflate, uh, deflated, no pun intended. Arizona defense goes out there. And then he goes up. They're moving the ball, the Seahawks offense. Pete Carroll around the 27, 28 yard line. He's already celebrating on the field. He's smiling. He's like, he thinks they already won the game, Steve. So it's a 28-yard field goal for Hauschka. Chris Collinsworth says it one more time before he, he, he doesn't like the stadium. Wait, so they got down the field after yeah, see, Yes, the Seahawks floated down the field. Yeah, Seahawks it right back down the field. So Chris Collinsworth says it one more time that Hauschka does not kick well here. And Hauschka misses it worse than Catazano did. He completely, he completely hooked it left. No way! And there's, you go, go on Twitter right now, right now, and go look up Pete Carroll's face because it's the picture of the year. Because like I said, on the twenty-seven yard line, he's already celebrating like they won the game. So they get around to like the ten yard line, which Tyron Matthew has not been the same after that ACL injury, uh ACL surgery rather, from last season. And you see his face. <laughs> For everyone who's listening who hasn't seen this, please just go on Twitter and just look up Pete Carroll's face because it's one of the best things you'll ever see. This is when he thought not won. Oh, he celebrated. He was celebrating minutes prior to that. So, so they go out there. <laughs> I can't stop looking at it. Um, so they go out there and Howshew completely hooks it left. Doesn't even hit the crossbar. He's not even close. And I'm oh like, you gotta be kidding me. So, actually, Carson Palmer gets a couple throws in there, has a hail Murphy. He's got a listen, for a 36-year-old, 30, he's still got that big arm. He threw it from the 40-yard line of the Cardinal side into the end. It was like a yard or two short of the end zone. He has a huge arm for a 36-year-old. He's always, I mean, obviously, he's always had a huge arm, but for a guy of his age, it's incredible. So, basically, it was complete parody last night, a
0: That's complete funny. debacle That's by both teams.
1: And, of course, with the tie, the Seahawks covered covered the one point. So,
0: hey, lucky you! No,
1: no, I had the Cardinals. The,
0: had the card I had the Cardinals, cardinals card. minus
1: one. Uh, we would end up second place in the pool, and we would end up the worst we could have done is third with tiebreakers and everything, which would have been actually kind of hard to do.
0: Now, to change the topic a little bit, did you catch any of
1: the Steelers' pass game? Uh, I did, and let me tell you something. That actually came closer than I thought it would be. I think, you know what, honestly, the Pats have a tendency to play down to their competition sometimes. Lance Jones was okay yesterday, but this team isn't going anywhere without Big Ben. They're not. And
0: I saw a stat yesterday that Andrew Brown, uh, what's his name, Uh, Antonio Brown has never caught a touchdown from anyone
1: else other than Big Ben. So the test went out the greatest. Listen, if you rank them right now, those three, just based on skill, not by clutch, clutch gene or anything, because I'd rather have Eli over all of them. If you just ranked it by skill and which quarterback you would rather have, I, I, it would be Ben, it would be Rivers, and then it would be Eli. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just watching, I don't know, I, I actually tuned away from that game early. I watched that game early on. I tuned into the Falcons Chargers game, which is fantastic. Oh my God, that For, was crazy. Let's just, let's just picture this. So, Big Ben, last year in that AFC uh, Divisional matchup with Denver, came close in that game. He has no Bell. He has no Brown. He has two best weapons. Comes close to winning that game. He's not healthy. Comes close to winning that game. This entire season, aside from the first half of the first game, Philip Rivers has no Keenan Allen, lost Danny Woodhead, and everyone else in that receiving corps is pretty inept. And he still goes out there, and they have one of the top offenses in the league. You take OBJ away from Eli. I don't know what Eli is. I mean, Eli OBJ has saved his saved his rear end twice in this season. So, but I mean, really, if you want to go look at the Steelers' schedule, I'm going to get that up right now. I, I don't know how they're going to win games.
0: Well, they they need Big Ben back immediately. This offense isn't going to go anywhere. I mean, they have Le'Veon Bell, who is a monster. Uh you know, I haven't seen much of D'Angelo Williams since Bell has come back. And D'Angelo Williams was a big part of that offense when Bell wasn't healthy. I, I mean, not healthy, uh, when he wasn't suspended. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you want to play D'Angelo Williams in some some role, get the offense going a little bit. I mean, the offense was not bad yesterday with Andrew Jones. Wait, wasn't
1: it wasn't as explosive. Exactly. And especially against, and it looked decent against the Patriots offense or Patriots defense, rather. It's played really well. But you look at their schedule here. You got at the Ravens, which those games are so Those games are still my favorite games to watch. You yeah, know, that's the right. Oh God, it's. I listen. People say Steelers, Bengals. Sorry, this has no. This is no Ravens. This is what we grew up with, essentially. Yeah. Then you have home against the Cowboys. We know how well we've seen them firsthand. We know how well they have played the Dallas Cowboys. You got at the Browns. So say he's out for, what, four to six weeks, I said? Say he's out for the ladder. Say, say it's five weeks. So this week was one. I think you actually have a bye. What's his Twenty. So they have a bye next week. So that's two weeks. That's huge. So then say you lose to the Ravens, they'll put them at four and four. You lose to the Cowboys, they'll put them at four and five. Okay, say they, they miss one more week. I think they're going out there and beating the Browns. Say they're five and five. If you're 500 when Big Ben comes back, and he could miss more time. He did have surgery. Let's not. Like it was supposed to be a cleanup, but he had full surgery on that meniscus. Let's not dis- uh, dispute that or dismiss that rather. So you play Indy. Listen, you could win every other every, every other one. You got in Indy, home against the Giants in Buffalo, in in Cincinnati. This is Some tough games now. Steelers, uh, excuse me, Ravens will be visiting Pittsburgh, and then Browns will be visiting Pittsburgh. So you can you can still win nine games if you lose, but will that be enough? That's the question.
0: Well, we'll have to wait and see. And speaking of days, just to get off topic for two seconds, not even. You know what whose birthday it is? It's
1: Mr. Joe from Merrick's birthday. Joe so we from Merrick's I just Merrick. want to say happy
0: birthday to
1: Joe, our friend Joe from Merrick. Joe comes on the show and does pictures of us every Friday, and he's also notoriously known, or famously known, I like to say, for ripping on my partner every chance he gets I must say... Well, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, speaking of ripping on me, I'm sure you're going to rip on me for saying that I'm very excited to watch tonight's game when Brock Osweiler, you know, versus his former team in the Denver Broncos.
1: Who'd you pick in that game?
0: Cause I know you. I picked pick... Denver, but I
1: can see Osweiler, you know, putting up a fight. This one's not going to be close. I don't know. I don't think this one's going to be close. You, you heard it from Bob Miller himself. There's going to be extra sauce in this game when he comes to town. Brock just hasn't. We've seen one good game from him, and it was one good quarter from him. You want to make an argument? That was one good quarter that we saw from him against Indianapolis. So, I'm let's sorry. Tra-
0: can we just make a scenario right now? Let's say Brock Osweiler ended up staying with Denver for the season. Do, would you say they're the easy, easy favorites for a Super Bowl? To- well, I mean, the, obviously the Patriots, but do you think that i a think top
1: he, three contender? I think so, and let me tell you what. I don't think he has the weapons that he does. He doesn't have the luxury of weapons that he does in Houston that he would in Denver. Demarius Thomas, with good quarterback, is a top, he has, he's top 100%. Six. He's not a uh, top six wide receiver. Manuel Sanders is fantastic. I mean, if you're putting up, I, I mean, I would take DeAndre Hopkins over both of them, but after that, Will, I mean, Will Fuller's been played really well. And I guess you could make an argument that this offense, skill position wise, isn't that far off from Denver. So it's kind of surprising we're it's seeing Defensively, uh, though. Yeah, but the defense hasn't been all that bad for Denver. Uh, I forgot without for Houston. Even without JJ Watt. It hasn't. And they're dropping like flies, but you're going to see that come, come to play soon. I mean, you look at this game, or you look at this season for Osweiler. And you see, that week against, uh, he had to have a big comeback just to get within the stats. 259, two touchdowns, one interception. You see the Minnesota game, 19 for 42, 184 yards, a touchdown, an interception. That game was after, over after the first quarter. And he beat the Titans. But even that, I mean, 25 for 37, 254, two touchdowns, two INTs. It's not great. Got shut out by the Pats, 24 for 41, under 200 yards. One interception. A game he won against the Chiefs. 19 for 33, 268. One touchdown, two interceptions. He has not played great this year. Another testament to it against him, that oh, Jesus Christ, terrible Bears offense. 22 for 35, 231. Two interceptions and uh, two touchdowns, one interception. He's not played up to what 71 million or uh, 17 million dollars per year should play. You know who he's been? He's been Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's been Ryan Tannehill. Not quite Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor has a different element to him. He shouldn't be throwing the ball a lot. But he has been a middle of the path to mediocre court, to average quarterback, and it's not worth the money that Denver or that uh, (laughs) Houston was giving it to him. And it was right by Denver not to give him. Because Trevor Simeon, I can say without a doubt, he's not even Trevor Simeon right now. No, He's he's not played as well as Trevor Simeon has played. Even when when the Broncos went off and let Trevor Simeon let him go, and when I say let him go, I mean let him free and throw the ball freely. He has played well. So, Steven, I'm sorry. And they might end up winning this division by default. Because my my pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I, I don't know what's going on with the play forward. I
0: hope, I hope Texans win by default. Because no, that means.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I won the best. How how, me, how dumb is that? But you picked them to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl, and we make a bet. Not in the postseason, but they might end up. Oh, winning. but you're gonna go back on ah, no, of course not. They might end up winning it by default anyway. Um, they really won two games against the or yeah, two games against the AFC South. But I mean, I think if they lose this game tonight, that would put them at four and three. What well, happens if they won? Not gonna. Okay. What can I bet? No, yeah. that's my fault. So I think they lose this game this week. I don't think they're beating the uh, beating the Lions. I don't think Brock Osweiler, pound for pound, is gonna be able to go. With Matt Stafford. That would put her four 4-4. Four. I think uh, do you think So, say if, the, say if the Texans defense has not come to play. And you know what? Over the last couple of weeks, they have struggled. In, 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 Detroit's defense isn't all that great. But we just talked about how Matt Stafford's MVP candidate, So, Matt Stafford's going to have a big game. Well, then, yeah. do, you, do you think Brock Osweiler no. is going to be able to go pound for pound? No, I don't no. think so. Matt Stafford's getting paid less than Brock Osweiler. Teams need to stop tanning him. Osweiler. The Jets was a one-year deal. I don't really kill him, but Tyrod Taylor. These teams have to stop paying. Kirk Cousins is going to get a big contract after this year. Teams have to stop paying these guys, these quarterbacks, money just because they can play the position. You can list yourself as a quarterback. You're not going to get big money. You might actually might even stay an agent in the NFL. We'll have to wait and see what happens. They have two tough road games. Oh, well, it's not tough anymore. The Jaguars and the Raiders, they'll lose one of those. One of one. So that will put them at 5-5 five and five, in my eyes. Then you have home against the Chargers. Not an easy game. At the Packers, it's still – I know Aaron Rodgers has not played up to par. Still not an easy game. At the Colts, they're going to be looking to get their their win back. Uh Jaguars is a division game. The Bengals, who actually – Andy Dolan has not played well against the Texans and the Titans. This division could be one of 8-8. Eight I just don't know if it's going to be texted.
0: Let's turn this around. We'll see what happens after tonight. We'll talk about it on Friday. But, you know, we have about 10 minutes left on our show. You know what starts tonight, Arnold. Hmm? You know what starts tonight? You want to enlighten me on that? The New York Knicks? What is the Cleveland Cavaliers? Is that opening time? Yeah. No. What's today's date?
1: 24th. should start in November. I thought it started tonight. Are you trying to talk basketball with me? I was just looking up Laura, I am so proud of you. That. Oh, wow. It does start tonight. Am I wrong? Hey, guys, Andrea NBA starts tonight. <laughs> I did write on Facebook post. Ah,
0: boy. They are in Cleveland. We also have another game in San Antonio in Golden
1: State. Wow, Steven, I have not slept, Steven. I have not slept. So there, is, I just wanted... there is one error on your point and your on your part. That is not tonight. That's tomorrow night, by the way. Twenty six this morning. Right, you're I, right. I have Steven. I told you, man. Listen, let me just break it down for you. I am have to edit our oh, okay, in, in sixty in sixty
0: seconds. Let me go do that
1: in sixty. seconds. Let, let me just let me just educate you in sixty seconds. So Wednesday, you know, I didn't sleep. And then Thursday, Thursday, I went to sleep at four. Oh, uh, one o'clock, maybe, morning, I don't know, I just not, it was a sleepless night that night, I could not sleep, so I, I'd i say I slept about five, I tried to go to bed, it really didn't work out, I'd say I slept about five hours, okay, Friday into Saturday, mm, no, not a lot, maybe six, seven, I just, I, I Steven, the point being, I have not slept. Well, I just wanted to get
0: your your opinion on what the Knicks are going to do this year. You know what they're going to do this year? You know what they're going to do? Let me tell you
1: something. Derek Rose, who just got uh, cleared as innocent for a rep, for a rape case, and the comments by Joe Kimno are actually kind of... Just, oh, wow. you the comments by him? I didn't. <laughs> uh, Joe Kimno said, I'm glad my boy got cleared because some girl, some, you know, expletive is trying to get a payday. Derek, did you, I don't know if you read the court details, Derek Rose went into such detail about what happened, he went on a full play-by-play, not one word can I say on this air that he said in court. Now, he went that far to prove his innocence, so, but... Do you think Chris Rose is going to be an impactful player on
0: this team? Who? Derek Rose. Is that Chris? I met, I met Derek.
1: so why he didn't call him Brock. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if he stays healthy, he'll be very impactful. That's the thing. If he stays healthy, which has clearly been an issue over the past few years with him. Now, this is the silver lining for that. They signed Brandon Jennings. There's one problem to back him up. There's one problem with him. He has had trouble staying healthy over the past few, seasons, past few years. So, really, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with this team. And we're actually going to take a caller right now uh, with about 10 minutes left. Caller, you're on I-95 Sports Network on Weissman and Oz. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, my name is Christian from Queens, New York. I was wondering what do you think of uh, NFL teams going across the pond to London? As a fan, as a producer, uh, I like it because I'm an early bird. I like to get up early in the morning if I can watch football on night in the morning. Uh, I don't like it only because and it seems Christian, I watched the game yesterday. These two teams clearly their heads were not in it. They did not. I a sloppy game all around. Uh, I don't know if they're jet lagged. I don't know if they're tired. I don't know what. But it, and, it, and it, especially if you look at it. I don't know how the Rams ended up at. I ended up in that game. You know what time that game started? In LA, six thirty in the morning. I don't know how fans got up for that. No, that's it, horrible time in NFL. I guess I don't mind it if it's a few games. A year, but I—the fact that they, the idea of trying to get a team out in London is, is very astronomical, and I just don't want to see that. I agree. All right, all right, Christian, thanks for the call. We'll, we'll talk to that th- Thanks for answering. No, no problem. All right, Christian from Queens, New York, on that one, and and um, yeah, I just—I with the whole thing of London, I, I don't mind a few games there. I really don't. Not every week, though. Not every week, but you saw it. you got another one next week, I believe. Y- yeah, and you—that's the Bengals and, and the Redskins. You know, go Cincinnati on that one. But we saw it, Stephen. You and I saw it. These two teams just—it was sloppy play, and I don't know if that was just the two and that teams that were playing in the Jets in the Giants and the Rams, or if it was um, just because they were—I t- mean, that's a long trip, man. That's like that's a seven-hour flight. So really, I—I I, I, I don't. But let's get back to uh, the Knicks. If Chris Taps can come up and be improve the way we think he's going to improve, Joe Kimino can stay on the court. If Rose can stay on the court, if Melo can go and do what he did last year, this is going to be a team that's in the middle of the passage of, of the postseason. But Melo to himself, you can't put all this pressure on Cousins. He's just a kid. But he, I mean, if you think about it, you're you're not. Don't forget about Courtney Lee. Courtney Lee is a very formidable scorer he's in solid. NBA. He's very solid. He's a very solid shooting guard. Now. Let's not forget, he does have a little bit of postseason experience. He did go to the NBA Finals with the Orlando Magic, who eventually got swept by the L.A. Lakers. But nonetheless, the, the Derrick Rose situation, if, this, if he stays up. Now, I didn't – it doesn't – when they first traded for him, it didn't solve anything for me long-term. That's why I wanted, this, I wanted a long-term solution at the point guard position. I would have gone over – I would have gotten after Rondo. Obviously, maybe the Knicks just didn't want to spend that money. But, because, you know, of course, Derek Rose, the way the trade worked out financially, you actually gain a couple million dollars trading like Calderon and trading away, um, Robin Lopez. But, this doesn't solve anything for me long term. Now, if you want to put butts in the seats and you want to, you know, get more revenue from this, this is going to do it, that move. I just don't think the Knicks, I just don't think the Knicks are a championship contender. Um, that's kind of easy to say. I don't think anyone thought they were going to be. <laughs> I don't think it should even be a surprise. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it's sports. We could always have surprises. They I expect the next to win 50 something games no, a few years back? Not. A few years back? No, but they did it. No, they showed the true colors in the postseason when they lost in five games to the Pacers. But they did it. Point B. So, this team has, this team has actually, Teljack did a good job spreading out the talent on this team. You saw, you know, you saw. You know, they're good up in the front court. Assuming Noah stays healthy, they're good in the back court. They got Lee Jennings and Rose. They actually got a couple other guys from overseas, uh, Gomez and Rodriguez. Uh, I don't know, friends, friends, KP. They can play like him. That'd be perfectly fine. So this is going to be a team that's going to be in the middle of the pack this year. Expect a playoff appearance from them. Whether well, it's a the six or six to eight seed. What
0: about the Nets? I know they have Jeremy Lin. Uh, Former next
1: Star on that team. Um, they got rid of a lot of pieces. I, I don't know where this team's going. I'm going to be completely honest with you. This is going to be a long, hard rebuilding process. This is going to be who's a good. This is going to be Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Bobcats, now the Charlotte Hornets. esque from a baseball standpoint, this is going to be like a Kansas City Royals rebuilding. You know how bad, you know how bad they They're were horrible. only a decade ago. This is going to be a long process because they have. Listen, they have Jeremy Lin. It's a nice player. Um, I couldn't mean Brooke Lopez, still a good player. I, I can't even... Bob Bonavich, I think. Um, Ronis Hollis Jefferson is going to be a good power forward. He'll be decent, to say the least. This team doesn't... This team might have, like, one of the worst talents. That, like, I'm talking about... The, with them and the Philadelphia 76ers, they might have one of the worst rosters talent-wise in the NBA. This is going to be a long, hard rebuilding process for the Nets, and I do feel bad... These Brooklyn Nets fans, as long as they, have, as long you know, transition. Transition with only a few minutes left because we like to spill some hockey in here. Good thing they have at least a good hockey team in that stadium, in that city, in the Islanders.
0: Yeah, well, the Islanders came away with a victory last night, as the Rangers did too, against the Minnesota Wild. Yes, the Rangers won. Also, both teams have won back-to-back games. Uh, just good for both teams, of course. The Islanders are getting production out of their. Rookie, uh, Anthony Bavulia, five points in five games.
1: So that's played very well. And
0: they just actually signed uh, Bernier, Steve Bernier, to an uh, entry-level, two-way contract. Who played a little bit for them last year. Played great in the playoffs, actually, uh, in the games that he played. And, you know, Alan Klein, their third-line center, scored last night as well. So... You know that what that means. One rookie's going to get packing very soon, and that's, unfortunately, Matthew Barzal. Uh, he played so well. How do you? He played one game, Barzal. Well, who and did it think eight, eight nine games ago? You're talking about Pavulic. Uh,
1: you see now they got similar names. Pavulic
0: played. He looks like he fits. He's playing with the team. Barzal the guy. It
1: was Barzal the guy who was playing with the puck. Yes, yes.
0: And it was one game. You saw one game out of him, and Capuano said that the reason why we haven't seen much of him. It's because there's no room for him. He likes to like play Strom Tavares and Suzuki. Have been playing, and they don't want to move Barzal from center. I understand that, but at some point, you gotta see Barzal. Um no, one am just not getting. There's no room for him right now. So send him back in. points been great.
1: Pavulio, he's been great. This team has played very well. I like what they. Uh, I like what I see from the offense and defense. Strom Tavares. Of course, the Huns. Pushok's been unbelievable. They got
0: three goals from three different de- defensemen yesterday. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta course, think the hunt. You gotta think, think
1: he, he was is. not healthy last year in that playoff series against. Oh All no, and he
0: looks a whole de- He looks like he looks
1: young he, now. He looks refreshed. I'll tell you, yeah. Alves was refreshed last night. Ben <laughs> Girardi looked refreshed last night. I don't expect much from him this season, but maybe you know, you never know. Russ can do a lot for these guys, as you know, Girardi and Stoll. Has been a lot through uh, through a lot of wear and tear over the past few years. Over the long playoff runs, maybe good long offseason was good for them. And you know, we do have to take
0: a short short break just to fill in the commercial. So we'll be right back.
1: Introducing the s Podcast channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, so if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at s and Podcasts, or message us on Facebook, or even email us at smdpodcasts at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. All right, we're back now right towards the end of the show. Um, again, just to wrap, wrap things up, Rangers and the Islanders both won yesterday. Giants and Jets both won yesterday, too. It was a good day for New Yorkers. Uh, Tomorrow, as Stephen reminded me, so much going on. The Knicks do start tomorrow against the the Cavaliers. They will watch the banners rise. I don't know what it is about these sports, uh, these sports organizations, or these leagues wanting my teams, the Knicks, the Rangers, the Mets, to watch these damn banners rise every single (laughs) season. So, uh, thanks for everyone for listening to Weissman and Oz. Um, We'll be back with you on a Football Friday. Again, happy birthday, Joe from Merrick. I mean a lot to us, buddy. Uh, so we'll talk to you guys on a football Friday. Have a good day, guys.